Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. How's everybody? Did you get out your driveways yet? Did you shovel out? Because you know, we had a big snowstorm recently. Um, you know, I took four hours to get out of my house. So, I you know, I don't know how long it took you to get out of yours. I was about to sell my lady parts to a man down the street with a snowblower. Oh, wow. See, I didn't expect you to go there. I didn't. I did. Well, I didn't expect it to be two feet of snow when I woke up. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I and I shoveled the driveway, most of it. And by the time I got to the bottom, the plow came back in and mm-hmm. just plowed me right back in. And I just stood in the middle of the street crying. You were lucky enough to get a plow. I live on the side street, so I didn't get a plow. Side streets matter. But they don't matter. I was like, evidently. (laughs) Like, I was like, I'm side street all day. Yeah, it was bad. I was stuck in the house. Like, seriously stuck. That's why I figured I'm trading my car and I need a Jeep or a a truck or a snowmobile. Something. Something. Or a snowblower. Yeah. Well, my neighbor had a snowblower. You know what his selfish ass did? Just his walkway? Just his walkway. See, that's what the white man down the street did. He missed out on some good lady parts because if he came down here and just were like, hey, Erica, do you need help? Can I just do your sidewalk in the side? I live on the corner. So living on the corner is like my driveway, the front of the house, and the side of the house. Yeah. See, I don't have it. Well, you got the, the luxury of doing that. I don't. It's just my, the back of my house, the front of my house, and the steps. And actually, when I opened the door and stepped outside, I went ways deep, so I was like, I know it had to be a big snowstorm that night. Yeah. yeah but other than that, how was your week? It was it was all right. It was all right. I'm sorry, guys. Chase is really trying to make a guest appearance right now. Yeah. Like, the second we started talking, he wanted nothing to do with us for the past hour. But the second we turned the microphone on, here he is underneath both of us trying to get to the microphone. Um, so Chase is here also. Yeah, and he's licking my hands, so, you know. So, but my week, my week was, um, my week was hectic, you know, as you know, the, the gig has been stressful lately, but, um, other than that. Why has it been stressful? Like, what, what could really happen at your job that makes you so stressed out? Um, shenanigans, tomfoolery, politics, and stupid people. Stupid people who don't realize that they're stupid, they are the worst. Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. But, but seriously, like, what what else could happen at your job? Like, what happened to you? Not, you know, like how I give them that much power. Yeah, like normally you're you're like the petty one, right? Right. <laughs> so what it is, like every now and then I do project work, and when I do project work, you know, usually it's good. It's easy breezy, and you know, I get my shit done and call it a day. However. If you don't bring me in on a project in the beginning, but you bring my black ass in on the tail end, <laughs> and then you don't, like, it's a system you don't know, but you're making promises. Mm-hmm. And then, like, when everything pops off and it's like, hey, guys, by the way, you can't do X, Y, Z because of one, two, three. And they're like, well, how come nobody said this before? 
You didn't ask me. Mm. I wasn't yeah. there. Your petty side about to come out, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and like I, I was I was done. I was ready to tell them all. Like there are some grits that you can all kiss. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I want you to tell everybody the story you told me oh, about that the little lunch break situation. <laughs> that's what I that's what I want them to understand because she has a nice voice. She's very professional, but she turned into Shaquisha real quick. Wait, which time is is this the one where I was approached? Yeah. That, okay. That, okay. That, so, oh, oh, oh. Let me explain to you guys. So I I run errands on my lunch break and. Any woman can understand what I'm going through when I say this. There's always this guy that you've either met, you know, your past always crossed and everything, and he has always, you know, asked you out, stuff like that. Well, this one particular guy, our past crossed this week, and he asked me out, like he always does, and I said, oh, I'm sorry, and I was like, you know, I'm good, but thank you. Like, I'm real polite when I decline the offer. Um, just because, like, I know it's hard for a man to, to want to ask a woman out, get the nerve to ask a woman out. It's a chance that y'all take. Like, it's... A, a big change. Yeah. Nobody likes rejection, but you got to get used to it. I mean, and it's all the way you say no. Right. And it's no as polite as I can yeah. and everything. You know, I'm, I'm always like, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I was like, but I'm good, but thank you. You know, I'm thank you for your offering your interest, but I'm not interested. He's just not my type. Okay. So, and then he asked me, he's like, so are you still single? And, you know, I laugh it off, key, key, key. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, don't nobody want me like that. So, <laughs> and that's when he asked me. He's like, well, he's like, why don't you let me take you out? And I was like, oh, no, I'm good, but thank you. And then this is where things took a turn for the worse. What she is about to say is like her biggest pet peeve. So he looks at me and says, you know what you need? He's like, you need a real nigga to calm your independent ass down. And this is where she turns into Shaquisha. I, well, first of all, I don't know if you guys noticed, but we don't use the word nigga on this show. So when he said it to me, and I'm looking at him like, did this really just happen? <laughs> so now I need to explain to him by all that. So there was no misunderstanding as to why this was completely inappropriate on his behalf. So I wanted to teach him the how, the why, and the where to go to hell. So my first thing like here, for a man to tell me that he is a real nigger is letting me know that he is still okay with being a fucking slave, okay? <laughs> that right there already tells me that you and I, we aren't on the same level because I would never address you as a black man as a nigger. Because that's me saying, hey, I still look down on you. I still look at you as, as if you ain't shit to me. And then, yes, then they tell me that I need a real nigga. So I need a real slave, a real man who's not even aware of his fullest potential on this earth mm. to calm my independent ass down. First of all, sir, mm. you should not address yourself, call yourself, or even consider yourself a real nigga. I don't understand why you would say that. And do you know what he said to me? He's like, oh, he's like, you know, he's like, we own that word. He's like, we took all the negativity out of it. Let me tell you something, sir. 
if you took all the negativity out of it, if Billy Joe across the street there walked up and called you a nigger, how mad would you get? On a scale of 1 to 10, how mad are you? Are you little mad? Are you big mad? Let me know. If your boss walked in the door and called you a nigger, where's the first place you about to go? To jail, because I'm slapping the shit out of somebody. Okay, I'm going to HR because I'm about to catch a case. I'm about to get this company's well, see, coins. You you got that part. I, I'm not... You know, I'm not that type of dude. Do you know how many, how much money that word nigga is worth in the workplace? I'm pretty sure it's worth a pretty penny, but the the the, the hood in me comes out, oh. and I want to reach back and slap his grandma mm. through him. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I got a strong backhand. So you slapping generations? Yeah, I'm I'm slapping whole generations. As I'm you should, but get your coin first. I'm going to teach you. I'm going to teach you. Yeah, I'm going to teach you because when they... Look, listen. If they disrespectful call you a nigga in the workplace, before you react, think about how much coin you can get from that word. And now, knowing that word has that much power, if it, own, if it has that much money attached to it, if somebody that is not black in your job calls you a nigger, you can sue your job for X, Y, Z amount of money. So when I say that, how is there positivity left in that word? That is true. Because uh, if if it was so positive, in quotations, I mean... We wouldn't be mad at that white lady who cooks. Yeah, we wouldn't be mad at Paula Dean. I think I couldn't remember we, her name. We wouldn't be mad at uh, um, the dude on Seinfeld. Yeah. We wouldn't be mad at... Uh, Justin Bieber? Didn't he tell a nigga joke? Yeah, uh, Justin Bieber, but he, he's gay. We care about Justin Bieber. Um, but we care about the gays. Oh, well, yeah, we care about gays, but we don't care about gay Justin Bieber. Okay. Um, who else said it? That uh, A lot of white people said yeah, it. Yeah, a lot of white people say it, I'm yeah. pretty sure. But uh, I'm pretty sure um, Donald Trump is saying it right now. He probably brushes his teeth and say it 25 times <laughs> each day just so he can keep the... the, the <laughs> That taste of niggas in his mouth, <laughs> you know. That can go. That can go a lot of ways. What you just said, a taste of a nigga in your mouth. But uh, you know, I digress. Like this episode here, you guys will hear us use that word a lot um, because. But it's not positive because I can tell you that I was hot with this man, and then then for him to tell me like call me an independent, tame my independent ass. Wait a minute, sir. Independent? Are you trying to call, tell me because I work, because I pay my bills, because I do what I'm supposed to do as a, a functioning adult in society that I'm independent? So let me be the first one to tell you, do not put that label on me as a strong, independent black woman. No, boo-boo. Well. I am not. You, I think that would be the equivalent. Well, it's not the equivalent of calling you a bad bitch, though. Because that's the, another phrase. Oh. I, I hate... Like, I hate that phrase. The pain in my chest when you said that. Myocardial infarction. You, you cool? They, I don't need to call nobody, right? I don't I, know, but I like the way that word sounds coming from you. It's a heart attack. <laughs> I don't like the way the word sounds coming from you now. That's like, like saying, speaking in French, saying you have to take a shit. But it just sounds good. Yeah. yeah. It, I made it sound good. But, mm. yeah, heart attack. Mm. But anyway. You suck. Yeah. I don't like that phrase, bad bitch. Because it just... To me, the people that label themselves bad bitches are really not, though. They, like, they have nothing really going for them. 
but maybe like a nice ass or something and they show it a little bit. Wow. But it's just, they really don't have nothing going for them to me. But if you think about it, if you're labeling yourself a bad bitch, calling yourself a bad dog, which, in the meaning of the word, you are using it correctly. If you don't have nothing going for yourself, yeah, you're using it correctly. I mean, you're doing bad. Yeah. Yeah. Did but you? You? Oh I had. I used it. I used it. I said, "Bitch." There you go. There you as, go. as I'm sitting right here next to you. Listen, don't punch me. But I, I had to use it. I had to okay, use it. Okay. Right. Do you use it in your regular everyday life? The do word you, "bitch." Yeah. Do you call a woman a bitch? No. No, life? I would never call a woman a bitch. Oh. I would never lay my hands on her. Cause I got cousins. I got aunts. Got a grandma. You got mom. a mama. <laughs> and you know that's the main one. Cause my mom still, she a beast. Good. She, yeah, and I got an aunt that'll throw you in the headlock. Good you know what I mean? She like she don't even take no judo classes, but you know I I digress. Yeah. But yeah, I don't yeah, I don't use that towards women. Mm-hmm. Now, I might call a dude that Well that's y'all man speak. Like do you do it No, like, I do it when I'm mad at you. Really? When I when I really don't like you, yeah. Really? If I really feel like a man is a bitch, I really don't really respect him. Oh yeah. wow. So yeah, they, that's the difference. Oh, that's why I don't use it towards women. Cause, yeah. So yeah. I don't want to be a bad bitch. I don't want to be a boss bitch. I don't want to be a down ass bitch. I don't want to be a bitch. <laughs> down ass bitch. Uh, I like, hear that since like 2005. I don't know. You know. You know. I'm, I'm like decades behind slang, so I don't know what the, what everybody's using now. Still use a job turkey over there. I do, and I say Joker. Like, oh, oh. this Joker right here. I just posted on Facebook um, yesterday. <laughs> I was like, oh, it took me 15 years before I saw this Joker. Um, so, Joker. that's not, we're not using Joker? Nah, what we, we, we better stop using Joker. Can, can I still use homie? I still use homie. And I still yeah, use homegirl. Yeah, you can still use homie and homegirl. Like, I think I'm stuck in the 90s a little bit. Yeah, you are. Okay. It's cool, though. I, I, I'll, I'll allow you to be stuck there. And if you need help, I can help bridge that, you know, gap. that gap that you're missing. You know what I'm saying? But Just yeah. give me a slang cheat sheet. I'm going to have to write that up for you. Yeah. yeah. You know, can you send it to me in a text that way? I can just kind of quickly. Yeah. You I know, I don't you. deal with paper like that. This word's equal that word. Yeah. <laughs> you already know John, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not I know cool that. That's been around for a long time. Because Jesus, if I had to teach you that. It well, it's, it's for okay. everything. Yeah. Like, like, cool. Yeah, it's for everything. So, yeah, okay, that's Philly speak. We're in Jersey, but we're close enough. Cool. But yeah, so I did. I did explain to that guy, um, and I did break it down to him in in every term. And then I felt bad because I really don't think he understood what he was calling himself because he didn't get upset with me. And like maybe because I didn't raise my voice with him, maybe because I wasn't like jumping down his throat with it and everything. Like inside, inside, I was burning, and I had already set him on fire twice. But carry. Huh? I said, all right, Carrie. Oh, but I, I didn't, I didn't go at him aggressively with it. Like I, like, but in my head, like as, like I'm trying to say it real calm to him, mm-hmm. and like I'm trying to stay as calm because I'm, I'm hot, I'm heated because it, it like, it, it, like, listen, man, man, do you guys hear me right now? For everyone that can hear the brown girl's voice, I am begging you, do not call yourself niggas. Don't. It's not cute. It's not fun. Our great-grandparents, our grandparents worked way too hard, fought way too hard to not be called that. And again, if you're not okay with a white man calling you that or a white woman calling you that, 
don't call yourselves that. Mm-hmm. You know, because when when they hear us call ourselves that, when they hear us refer to our our brothers like that, and the same thing with with bitches and everything. When when they when we constantly put that message out there, they think it's okay, and we're giving them permission to disrespect us. And so that's that's where it comes from for me. Like, don't give them permission to disrespect you by calling yourselves that. There's so many other things that you can call each other and just just don't use niggas. One word out of the English vocabulary. Like dead that one. Yeah. That's it. Do do what I do. Call my brother a bitch. <laughs> you see, this is why do do you, do you guys understand what I have to go through? Like this is why we have show prep. <laughs> This is why I like I, I email him like, hey, this is the prep for this week. Yeah, because if she didn't, I'd be saying some wild stuff. Yeah, just yeah. you know, just stay on target. Because I could talk for hours and about nothing. You know what I'm saying? I think we both can. Yeah. Yeah, we're really good about talking about everything. Any and everything, like uh, your your boy. <laughs> that, that's your man. No, you his, can't give me that yeah. kid. I'm not taking that kid. Yeah, it's yours because. His father is from Philly. I'll take his dad. I, his dad is my responsibility. But his son, it's all on you. He ain't from Jersey. Listen. That's that California stuff, I guess. That I, L.A. stuff. I, but, go ahead. Uh, your boy, uh, Jaden Smith. Um, the new face. The new face of women's Louis Vuitton. And people are okay with this. And I don't know why. When you say people... Who is okay with this? Um, from what I gather, mm-hmm. certain certain groups of women are, of course, the gay people are. They like, you know, they want to be accepted. That's fine, but I don't understand why people say it's okay. Like, uh, it's okay for a teenager to wear a dress and a bow and all this other stuff. To be the face of women's clothing. Why? Why is that okay? I, I understand we live in a society now where everything's accepted and, mm-hmm. you know, but that's just weird to me. Like, I would never allow my son to go out there and wear a dress just because of some money. Like, you got to have some morals, some pride somewhere. Like, some money. Core value. Yeah, like you, like, you can't let the money change you. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand it. Now, I don't know what you think about it, but. That shit, it irks me. I personally do not agree with it. I personally am probably about to go down like this deep rabbit hole with what I'm about to say. Yeah. Um, because my feeling on it, because I look at like the history of it. The history of it is I've noticed there's a trend of um, black men who are dressing as women, Tyler Perry, um... I know I probably just chased away like millions of our viewers, our listeners. Um, Tyler Perry. Um, who else dressed up as a woman? Um, I know Martin, Martin Lawrence, Lawrence. Jamie Foxx. Even though I... Jamie Foxx dressed up as a woman? Yeah, Wanda. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, Wanda. So it's a trend. And then now, like right, right now on social media, I mean any type of social media, you can see videos of... Black men dressing up at like putting a wig on and and acting like stereotypical black women. Yeah, I don't understand that either because none of those videos are funny to me. Like I can't see myself thinking of an idea like, oh, yeah, let me just put on this makeup so I could you know make right. fun of black women. Like I don't know, and it's not funny to me. 
Right. And so when I think back on it, I'm like, I look at this trend. I look and see how everybody's going. I look and see what they're doing. And then I'm just saying, so, yo, for a check, for some coins, black men are allowing themselves to be, what is that word? Um, emasculated? Mm-hmm. They're allowing themselves to be emasculated for coin. And then when you think about it that way, if if they're not if they're if they're not the full potential of a man that we're used to seeing. Like my dad was a man's man, you're a man's man and everything. So when I like the men that I grew up around, my grandfathers, my uncles, my cousins, they're all and my brothers, they're all men's men. But there's no men's men, man's men out in like that you would see in Star Wars in Hollywood like that stay big they're like yeah. real big with it like the ones that make the most money the ones that are the most successful are the ones that will go ahead and dress up as a as a woman yeah it seems like to me like a black a black guy will go out there and be successful mm-hmm. on the movie screen on the TV shows but it's like that next step is to dress like a woman. Right. And then they get the notoriety and everything like that and the fame and all the fortune. Because, like, before before Eddie Murphy started dressing as a woman, mm-hmm. like, he his movies, I mean, they were good. Good, yeah. And he, he's a great comedian. Mm-hmm. He's one of the, my top five, personally. Okay. But it just seemed like he had to dress as a woman to get where he is now. That's what it feels right. like. I don't know. I just don't like it. I personally don't like it. Some and the, of the type of women true. that they dress up as. Yeah. Medea is like every bit of stereotype. Um, she's loud. She is disrespectful. She um, talks down to men and other women. Like, that's her character. Yeah. And that character was widely embraced. And then going back to Wanda, um, she was hood. And she was loud. She was disrespectful. Like, when they're dressing up as women, they're dressing up as the worst version yeah, of black women. Yeah, yeah. So now, like, we're getting hit from all sides. Like, you're the worst, you're pretending to be the worst version of me. Mm. So you're not only not being a man, but now you're not being a man, and then you're imitating the worst version of me. So now you're just hyping up the stereotypes all the way around. Yeah. And, like, knowing, like, when you think back on, like, the history of how we were emasculated, how men were emasculated in the past, and how they were moved and everything from our homes. It's just like, wow, now you're doing it for a check. Now it's okay that you do it because you're getting paid for it. Mm -hmm. But you're still putting that message out there that I'm not a man. Yeah, well, that's why I commend Dave Chappelle for turning down money on the greatest sketch comedy show I've ever seen in my life. Absolutely. The Chappelle show was the greatest sketch comedy show ever. I don't care what anybody says. That man is a genius. I love to hear him talk. I love his comedy. I do tell. He is the greatest comedian I've ever heard. And I know people are going to say, what about Richard Pryor? Yeah, Richard Pryor was second to Dave Chappelle. And then my thing with Dave Chappelle is I think when I heard him on Oprah, and like, please correct me if I misspoke, when he said he had to walk away when he realized people were no longer when people are not laughing with him mm-hmm. but when he looked around the room and saw people laughing at him yeah and at that point as a man he had to make a decision is he going to continue to allow people to laugh at him and profit off of him and he profit off of the whole thing or is he going to stand on his core values of being a man that 
requires respect. Mm. And he definitely requires it because it takes a big person to walk away from that check that he was about to get. Yeah, so, like I, yeah. I had to, I had to check myself. Like, what are your core values? And from what I understand, it was something around like five hundred million dollars, but they were only trying to give, give him ten percent. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, Mm-mm. but he walked away from it. I convinced him. And I also heard that he really walked away from it because they wanted him to dress as a woman, and he wouldn't do it. Oh, so good for him. Yeah, that, that's why he's one of my one of my favorites. Like, yeah, he he's a stand up guy. Like, you know, stands for something or you fall for anything. So. Yeah, and like I know you guys might be sitting there listening to us saying, you know, that that's BS what we're saying, and that we might be coming off as, um, you know, for lack of a better word, bigots. But I'm not going to stand down and saying that I want to see my black men being portrayed as strong black men that lead this community, lead my household. Um, I'm, I'm not going to step down and say that I, that I want to see anything less than that. And that, that's the image I want to see be successful. Chase wants to see it be successful too. So, I mean, and then on top of it, I don't want you to be making money and doing everything that you can portraying the worst version of me. Because now you're telling me that you don't you don't respect me, that you'll you'll take a check or for some likes or to go viral to disrespect me and it says that you don't love me anymore. Like it the disconnect is a major disconnect and it boils down to you're okay with doing it as long as you get a check for it or go viral for it or get some likes for it or yeah. get a couple chuckles for it. Yeah, as long as you get the notoriety, you become Facebook famous or whatever. It just seems like people are, are allowing themselves to do anything. Just like uh, recording fights and all the other stuff. God. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got to stop that at some point. Yes. Like... People, people could be in an accident and people want to record it instead of helping them get out the car or stuff like that. Yeah, and I like this happened to somebody that I'm friends with. Um, like I don't know if it was a couple months ago, a, a girl that I know um, that I've known her for several years was in a terrible car accident, and only one person, I think, it was a manager from Burger King. He was the only person that went over to her and tried to comfort her and help her. You know what everybody else was doing? They had their phones out. Recording it. Do you know what the news was able to portray? They were able to take different people's videos that they took from their phones as to what was going on because they didn't make it there in time Mm -hmm. to put on the news. But not one of those people, but one man decided he was going to help her. She could have died. And they were more about getting that instant, like credit for being yeah. recording something like you're not a journalist so go help you're a human being go help somebody yeah yeah because i've seen some crazy videos and like me being an emt like i see stuff and i'm like yo why are people just like sitting there like not helping like right. it was a guy on train tracks instead of pulling this guy up it's 30 people standing around him with his phone out for recording the train coming to hit this dude like it doesn't make sense to me like why not Everybody, you know, put the phones down, grab this dude, save his life. Exactly. He might have need help. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I just don't understand why people do that. And that was one of the questions we had, too. Was and it? I, I kind of jumped the gun. That's all right. That's fine. <laughs> it still creates good conversation. Yeah. But the, like, the thing is, we forget to be human. 
And once you forget to be human, you lose so much. Like I see the videos and I don't, I'm like, I, I'm not going to lie. I would say a couple years ago, I did probably share a couple of those videos with the kids fighting. But then when I saw how disgusting it was, and then I had to check myself like, yo, why are you sharing this? Like these kids, like you're, you're, you are sharing the same stereotype as we are animals. And you want to, no, don't call me animal. Wait, let me show you how we really are animals. And like, and I just made, I help make some of these videos go viral. And then I had to tell myself, like, nope, you ain't going to do it. Scroll right past it. Yeah. And I'm not going to front. Send it to, share it on my thing if you want. Not only will I have you reporting and blocked on Facebook. <laughs> like, I will have the whole thing. Like, world star hip hop is the devil. Sorry. I, I like it. It's the devil, though. Not, you know, not the fights and stuff. I don't watch the fights and stuff. What are you watching on it? What do you think I'm watching on it? I don't know. Share with us. The music videos. Duh. Really? Okay. No. Not the music videos. But we're well, not watching it today. You're watching the slow walkaways. Yes. Like, <laughs> delicious with her slow walk away or, you know. She was the one that was on. Um... Flavor of Love. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. We, she's awesome. But we're we going. Yeah. She's awesome, but always remember, she slept with Flavor Flavor. You don't know that. Don't, don't ruin that. I me. wasn't in the bedroom, so I can't speak for sure. But she damn sure kissed him. Yeah, she kissed him. Don't don't remind she me. Up like, in his mix. Don't remind me. Oh, and, and that's another word we use all up in the mix. You know, we don't use that anymore. I don't use that anymore. What are, <laughs> what do we use instead? Uh, I don't know what we use it instead. I had to think about it, and but we don't use all up in the mix no more. That's how my age are. Yeah. When I talk, you do. Like I look young, but as soon as I open up my mouth, yeah. you're like, no, she's not. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, since we kind of missed last week due to the, the weather, yes, a lot of people you know sent us questions before we started the podcast, and uh, they were they wanted our advice or you know our opinions and everything like that. So we just decided to make you know a short question and answer yeah. segment. I skip all the sex questions because that I think we had a lot of them, as y'all know. But we might do a whole episode on the sex questions, though. I mean, yeah, we can do that. in February, like for Valentine's Day, because you know that's like the baby making season. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's the time everybody's gonna have a baby in like October, mm-hmm. November, somewhere around there. Okay. But anyway, um, so. Uh, one of the questions was the whole viral video thing. Why do people not help and everything like that? And, you know, we just answered that one. But I still don't understand it, why people just sit down and watch and not help. And I'm a, I'm in the profession for help. Mm-hmm. You're in a profession for help. Right. If, you you know, you want to look at it that right. way. Right. And it's just like, I'm just one of those people where it's like, like, if I see somebody in trouble, no matter what I'm doing, I, I would like to offer a helping hand. I don't really want to be famous. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't want the notoriety to say, oh, prom saw it first. Prom was there. You know, I don't want to. I don't really want that. Can I tell you something? And don't judge me when I say it. Like, I, I am. Stop. <laughs> don't judge me. I, no, remember, I already judged you. Yeah, don't forget. Me. we're. I still judge you from the other day. I'm not going <laughs> to share. But you uh, look at my judgy face. I see. Yeah, I judged yeah. you. Don't ever forget. 
and I'll still be judging you tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm going to text you with a picture of my judgment face. <laughs> but Get back to this. <laughs> I know, but here, I'm sorry, guys. So my whole thing is I will help. Like, I'm one of those people, I'll help you when I can, and, you know, and I've, I've broken up fights and um, from kids. You know, I'm not going to break up a grown person fight. And you got to be kids of a certain age. If you look like you're bigger than me, I'm just going to call the police for you. Um, but I don't want anybody to know that I did it. And the whole reason behind it is I don't want anybody to hold me to any high moral standard. Because I might help you one second. And another second, I might be running late for work. And be like, I can't turn around and help you. Like, I don't want you to think that, oh, the brown girl's always going to be there to help. No, no, I'm not. I'm not that kind of hero. I'm not. Like, yeah, okay, sure. You know, I might organize the donation thing. Yeah, that's fun. But I don't want you to know I did it. Because I don't want you looking for me next year like, oh, you know what? She organized. No, no. I don't. I, I would be the worst hero. Like, I want to help you on the low. I want to do stuff on the low, but I don't want anybody to know that I'm truly kind. Yeah. Like, I still want to keep my reputation for being an asshole. Oh, you got that reputation, too? Yeah, I do. I mean, I do, too. I mean, but, see, and that's another, that's another thing that leads into the next question. Like, people, like, often ask me, like, have I ever experienced heartbreak before? Mm-hmm. And if I did, did I take, like the time to heal or how much time did I heal? Like, deep down, I'm a nice guy. Mm-hmm. And I and I like to love people. Okay. So. Do you like to love somebody when you're already loving somebody else? No. Okay. I've never been that type of person. Like, all my love is aimed toward one person. Okay. And I get, I get a lot of blame for stuff. So, it's because of my personality. I'm like, you know, I'm... I'm outgoing. Mm-hmm. I'm outspoken. Okay. But I'm I'm also reserved. And people don't notice the reserve side because I'm so outspoken sometimes. But it's just just certain situations that I like to be in and then show certain sides. And people think I'm an asshole. Mm-hmm. But then they don't see the other side where I you know, I go through heartbreak and depression and all that other stuff. So yes, I've had my heart broken before. Mm-hmm. Uh Am I all the way healed from it? No. Really? Nah. It does take time, but it also takes, you know, like a certain person to like get that feeling out of you to help you cleanse yourself of that. If I if I may say that. Detox the heartbreak. Yeah, detox the heartbreak, cleanse your chakras or whatever. <laughs> I just wanted to use my, that. Did you call my brother? Yeah, I just wanted to use that. I, I really just wanted to use that. But anyway, I uh. Yeah, I, I've I've been heartbroken before, and no, I don't want to do it again. Even though I know it's going to happen, mm-hmm. but did you take the time to heal? Though that's the question. yes, I took I took a whole lot of time. Actually, I'm still taking time. Mm-hmm. What did you do to heal? Because I'm um, sure there's people out there that don't know. Well, for me, I can't speak for anybody else, mm-hmm. but I found stuff that made me happy. Like for me, playing football is like one of those. Things that gets my mind off of anything. So, any chance I get, I'm playing in the league. Any type of football it doesn't matter. So, I took I took the time to like go play football, go live out my dreams a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like focus on yeah, yeah. Just focus on my inner self and work on what I need to work on. Admit to my downfalls and try to build myself up. Right. 
and you know try to correct my mistakes for the next person. Did you forgive her? Do it. Yeah, I forgive her. I forgive no, her. No, but did you forgive her? Did I forgive her at first? No. But do I forgive her now? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Now I just look at it as everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't happen the way you want it to, it wasn't meant to be. Right. So. But you, you know what you lessons you can get from that, right? What? <laughs> Wait, your face, <laughs> your whole face changed. Like one of the things that you can get from that is like when in you're in that healing process, since you say you're still in the healing process, you have to think about all the things that you enjoyed about that person and enjoyed about that relationship and put it in your bucket list. Because mm-hmm. those are the qualities and those are the things that you that you want. You enjoyed them in that relationship. Yeah. So you want to have that same type of enjoyment in your new relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, and characteristics, you know, not, you know, not things about the person. But, you know, if the person was kind, if they were honest, if they were generous. Those are the things that you want to look for in your next partner. Mm-hmm. And then the things that you didn't like about the person and the things that you didn't like about the relationship. You know, those are things that you're not going to enjoy in your future relationship. And so you just have to learn, like... What could you do, look in hindsight, to identify them earlier? Yeah, like, what are any red flags? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, just take those lessons and just put them in your bucket list. Like, all right, like, I'm not going to rock with a chick who's like this, but you know what? I will rock with a chick who's like that. All right, so my question to you would be... <laughs> why? Why you just look like that? Oh, no, I just... I, I, I can give... I, I can't take it. You know that. I can give it, but I can't take it. All right. Well, you're going to have to take this one. Okay. Like... If say you had your heart broken and you took the time to heal Mm -hmm. and you finally heal and you meet the person that has all the qualities you look for, Mm -hmm. but they don't fit your package, quote unquote package, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, would you still, would you still try to work out with that person? Like if they wasn't the complete knight in shining armor for you. Okay. So... Oh, this is a hard one. This is a very hard because I struggle with this mm-hmm. because I have my list of standards that I have in, in a man and in a relationship. And then I have my list of preferences, you know, and I learned recently the difference between two. That's why I have two lists now. Mm-hmm. So my standards are things that those are my foundations. Like I'm not going to waver on those. And then I have my preferences. My preferences, there is some negotiation. However... If a man had, like, every quality that I was looking for um, that was all on my bucket list and didn't come in the package that I wanted him to come in, would I still date him? And, like, my biggest fear is everything that I want in a man would come in a white man's package. And I, um, like, inter- like I'm, I'm not against interracial dating. It's just not for me mm-hmm. and everything. Like, I was, you know, I just never felt attracted or drawn to a, a, a white guy. I went out on a couple of dates with them and it just, I just couldn't, there was no chemistry, no connection. So my biggest fear, you know, you know, that's, that's, you know, God's joke on me yeah. would be like, ha, he's everything that you need, but there he is. Or what if he's everything that I asked for? And he's like, um, four foot two. A midget? Yes. <laughs> So, because, like, one of my preferences, I prefer, like, I prefer to date black men who are over six foot two. And that's, like, my physical preference because I'm a tall girl. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a tall girl. I'm a big girl. So, I I want a man that can handle all 
my lady goodness. <laughs> the lady goodness. Yes. You just you just come up with these words and things. Because, <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't like to say different yeah, words. I know, I know. Like, like pussy? You don't like to say that? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just made your whole insides. Quiver. Oh, the cringe. Like, that's why I say lady parts. And, you know, I call my booze my, my, you know. Shirley, so I don't know. I just, I just, I never, I never felt comfortable saying like sexual terms for my body parts. Like I say the perfect, yeah, I say vagina and I say penis, but and I say pussy. Yeah, and he says it just to get under my skin. Yep. But um, the answer to your question, because I danced around it as long as I could possibly dance around it, and you've given me the side eye twice, mm-hmm. is hopefully I'm mature enough to be able to accept somebody that's not in the package. But I don't know if I'm that mature yet because if you if you don't meet the physical requirements that I have from first glance, mm-hmm. I don't think I would give you the opportunity to get to know me. So it would have to be something at first glance that would draw me to you, like something to make me turn my head towards you mm-hmm. to allow me to get to know you or allow you to get to know me. So if you didn't have like some of my core preference as far as physical appearance... I, you wouldn't catch my attention. So I may have turned out, you know, turned off plenty of men just because they didn't, they, that I wasn't drawn to them. Yeah. You know, because I had to be physically attracted to you first just to get my attention. But then once you have my, once you have my head turned in your direction, now I need to know what's inside of you. I need to know what kind of person you are, what kind of human you are. Mm-hmm. You know, are you smart? Can I have a conversation with you? Because if our conversation is, yeah, I mean, or yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, or no, I mean, I'm like, no, I don't, I won't, and I can't. <laughs> so, well, see, I, I think I got over the physical part of mm-hmm. me searching for a meet because physically, I could find somebody and they're complete assholes, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I ain't dealing with it. But I think for me, the best. The best opportunity for me to find a meet is to just have a conversation with them because mm-hmm. I like intellectuals. Right. I don't want no dumb chick. I really don't. So I think that's first and foremost. I mm-hmm. want to see your education level. I want to see if you could turn on the intellectual switch and turn it off to have fun. Right. And, you know, maybe incorporate it in the two, but I don't know. But it just, I got over the physical part. But what turns your head to make you look at a woman? A conversation. And, but how would you, like, look, if, if a woman was walking down the street, Prime sees a woman walking down the street. What makes you want to have a conversation with that woman? Maybe what she's wearing. Mm-hmm. Something something to get me to stop her and maybe compliment her. Because like, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. I could walk down the street and not think nothing of it and say, Oh, you have some nice shoes on because I love a woman in heels. Oh. So summertime comes, she's walking down in a nice dress. I'm like, oh, that really looks nice on you. And if she stops to talk and we have a conversation, yeah, I can go for that. But I can truly... Say, hey, you look really nice today and keep on walking. Okay. So, I, it's just the conversation. If she stops to have a conversation with me, mm-hmm. maybe that'll turn into something. But I don't I don't like walking down the street and just, like, prowling. Even though, you know, like, the wolf is my favorite animal. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to be that. You don't want to be hunting all the yeah, time. Yeah, I don't want to be hunting all the time. Okay. Sometimes I just like to chill. All right. So, but that's just me. I mean, I got friends that are... We we could be at the bar drinking, having fun. Mm-hmm. See a group of girls. You're like, oh, we gotta go over there. Right. 
And I'm just, I'm one of those people where, all right, I'll go over there with you. Yeah, of course you want me to be like your wingman. So, right. you know, I engage him in a conversation. You got to. That's probably a good wingman. I'm like the, the greatest wingman because I can make the girls laugh. Mm-hmm. I can make them smile. I can get them to talk to you. I can let them, let them take down their guard. Right. And you go ahead and attack. Mission complete. Could you be my wingman? How? I don't know. Would it work that way? I don't think it would work because mm-hmm. I can't. Sit there and sweet talk a um, dude. Like, yeah. That ain't me. Yeah, wouldn't work. Chase is a great wingman. I mean, because people like dogs. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go to the dog park. A man asks what kind of dog he is. Yeah, I got a lot of dates at the dog park. Well, there you go. Yeah. See? So I got my perfect wingman. But I just didn't know, like, because, you know, I, I watch a lot of TV. Mm. And, um, oh, no, no, no. It wouldn't work. The chief, I watched Grey's Anatomy. The chief was doing a wingman for a lesbian. So, mm. he was still talking to women, so. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how it would work, because you can't be my wingman. Why? Uh, you know we what? went out before, and people see us together. We were talking, uh, having a conversation. They'd be like, oh, he's with her. Yeah. You can't be my wingman. No. Because you're not ugly. I need an ugly woman to be my wingman. Why? <laughs> ugly woman. So other women would feel okay with approaching you if you're with somebody? Yeah. Well, don't you think if a woman, like, I guess if a woman is your wingman, wouldn't it be difficult for a woman to approach you anyway? It would. But I've had my cousin be my wingman mm-hmm. a lot of times. And it's worked. Okay. Because I'll be talking to my cousin like we normally do. Because mm-hmm. I treat her like my sister. Okay. So, you know, we have that, that bond. And I guess people can tell that, oh, no, they're not together. Okay. But she'll introduce me to somebody and say, oh, look, here's my cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we all sitting there talking, and then she'll just fade into the background, and me and her keep talking, and end up, you know, like that. I would probably suck as a wingman anyway. I just think about it because, I, um, one, I'm super charismatic. So. <laughs> yeah, you'll probably... You'll probably take over, and then I never get a word in. Yeah, because, you know, girl talk, and I would, I would bring you in. But then, like, then I would be left by myself. Like, I wouldn't be able to fade the black, because of what am I going to do by myself at the bar? Drink like you normally do. Oh, but I, you know what? I don't go to bars. But see, yeah, man, you can't be my wingman. Yeah, I don't, I, like, I don't fit in at bars. Like, you definitely know that I don't belong there. All right, so you listening to this, and you hear that I need a wingman, call a brother up. Hit us up on the wine and whiskey page. Say, prom, I want to be your wingman. Let's go out to the bar. Let's go have some wings. Let's go drink. Can you bring me some wings back, though? I can bring you some wings yeah. back. I'm not going to promise you they all be there. Are you going to bring me back bones? No, I'm not going to bring you back bones. Is voodoo gonna, magic? I'm going to bring you back the flats, because I don't really like the flats like that. I like the flatsies. Well, there you go. Oh, then we work. Yeah, we work. But, so, the complete package. Obviously, you can't find your complete package yet because you had this thing where if he isn't your height requirement, your race requirement, weight requirement. So how do you like oh, if a man? If a I had I had to say it. my weight the weight requirement. Yeah, I had yeah I okay. had to say it. But if a man like that that didn't attract you like that, mm-hmm. if he approached you like. Plenty of times, like the guy at your job, like he mm-hmm. approached you. Oh, this guy wasn't at my job. He didn't work. He didn't work where I worked. Oh, he was okay. just man I knew in passing. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so I, I, the brown girl, 
do not share where I sleep. <laughs> if my check is coming from you, you will not see not hide nor hair on my lady parts. <laughs> All right, go ahead, continue. Uh, all right. Uh, so that guy approaches you mm-hmm. a number of times. You turned them down maybe one, two, three, four times. Mm-hmm. At what point does it become quote unquote thirsty? Okay. So, two things. I just learned the term last year, thirsty, obviously. Okay. Um, I don't believe in it. I think it's being misused because a lot of a lot of women are calling men thirsty that compliment them that you know I like the compliments I like the compliments I like the attention I like you know being called every day being text message every day like I like you know to make sure you're interested in me that's the only way I'm gonna know mm-hmm. if you're communicating with me complimenting me and just doing the things that a man should do when they're trying to date a woman um, to potentially court this woman so that I don't consider thirsting um, so if I had to put, if I had to call somebody thirsty, it would be the person that I have declined, and like I all like I will never decline with disrespect, mm-hmm. but I will decline so it's clear that I'm not interested. You know, I don't want to say, oh no, I'm good today. Yeah. You know, because that I opens it. Yeah, that opens up the door. I don't want that door to be open. Like, I want you to know that I'm not interested today, tomorrow, nor never. So I'm very (laughs) clear with my message. But if you continue and continue and continue and then say things like, you know, sometimes I give the soft lie, which is, I'm sorry, I'm involved. That's a soft lie. So, like, that right there to me is the period. Mm -hmm. But then a man will come back with, well, can you have friends? Yeah, uh, yeah, let's, yeah. Wine and whiskey tip of the day, men, please stop that. We gotta stop that. Cause I do it too. We ha- I do it. I'm sorry. If, if she's beautiful and I need to get that, I do it too. I, I'm sorry, but we gotta stop that. We have to stop that. You know I'm judging you, right? You can judge me all you want. It's, it's cool. Cause, you know what? I'm allowing myself to be judged on that one. Cause I'm saying we gotta stop. We really have to stop that. If a woman says no, just leave it alone. Learn from Bill Cosby. Get it on. That's good. Did you? Did we circle back to Bill Cosby again? Listen, man, I, I love my man Bill Cosby, so I had to I had to put him in. Yeah. So if you, if I'm I'm ignoring you, uh, <laughs> I completely just walked over that one and back on topic. But if if I if I say I'm involved and you ask me, you know, why can't I have a, you know, can you have any friends or you know, what's the, what's the harm of having friends? I have responded recently to that. And I explained to them, I was like, so, I was like, if you were involved with a lady, would you like your lady to have a male friend like you? Mm, I bet he changed his mind on that one. He was like, oh, you know what, sis, you right, you right, I'm sorry. <laughs> and that was it. Because yeah. your your intentions, you're, you don't want to be my friend. Yeah. You know, you want to be my dick in a jar in case things don't work out with the guy I'm with. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll listen to me. You'll talk to me. You know, you'll show up. You'll support. Like, oh, what you doing? Are you doing an open mic? Where are you doing an open mic at? I love poetry. I love spoken word. You know, let's let's do that. I was like, okay. Because I'll friend. I'll put you in friendship zone. I'll friend zone oh, you. Trust me. <laughs> our friend zone ain't nothing to play with. 
you never, ever, 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 ever see the light of day out of mm-hmm. her friends. No, there's no, um, there, there's, there's no um, promotion package. Like, there's no interviewing for a, uh, a better position. You, you know, once you, once you and I identify each other as friends and I friend zone you, you the homie for life. Mm. I'm setting you up with women. You know, I you are friend zone for real. I don't I don't have blurred lines and everything. I'm not gonna friend zone you to the point where you know we're chilling at my house and I go change into uh change into something in front of you. That's a blurred line. That's a mixed message. That that <laughs> that that's like a crack in the door where they're like, what? I seen her bra. <laughs> it's about to be on and popping. Do we not use that anymore either? We use it sometimes. Okay, because after I said it, I was like, I bet you that's old thing yeah, too. We, we, we use it sometimes. But yeah, I don't I don't like blurred lines. Like like once you are friend zones, that's it. My lady parts don't even look at you. Like as far as they're concerned, you are a, um, a eunuch. Is that is that the word? Jesus. Is that the word I'm thinking of? Yeah. Okay. Like, like Friar Tuff is a eunuch, I think. Basically. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. That's so that's how friend zones you are. Yeah. So. As friends, platonically speaking, mm-hmm. there is no way to cross lines with you at all. Like, what are the, like, like, a friend line? Like, can you cross lines? Can you toe the line a little bit? It's, it's tempting. It's, it's very tempting. I actually, um, I actually wrote a poem about it called Friendship Line. Right. And, and I'll share it later on in the episode. Maybe I'll share it at the end. But... It's it's very tempting because when there is a platonic relationship between a man and a woman, and you are friend zones and everything, there's always that one. Hmm. And when I say that one, it's because as friends, there is a because I'm like physical attraction is the one thing that gets you in the door with me, hmm. but your personality, your intelligence, your your everything else is what gets me but um so with people that are friends and they're opposite sex you know then there's that chemistry especially if you're spending too much time together if you spend too much time if you're talking on the phone a lot if you're communicating a lot um you know you're sharing things like you're sharing your fears you're sharing personal things with this person especially if neither one of you are in a relationship um because now you have that friendship and that friendship is good. And now this friendship is built in a foundation. Now, because now this person has qualities that you look for in a mate. Mm-hmm. And you might have qualities that she looks for. I mean, you know what I mean. Vice versa. She has qualities that you look for. And you have the chemistry. You have the friendship. You're built in a foundation. You enjoy each other's company. Then there's that murky line. And there's that murkiness because now it's like, wait. Why am I not dating this person? Hmm. But that's how the friend zone started. Right. Friend zone started as just being friends. And it's real easy to put somebody in friend zone if you're not physically attracted to them. Yeah. But if you're physically attracted to them, even if it's a little bit, and then they happen to be everything else. Because the start of any relationship is supposed to be what? Friendship. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's supposed to be the base. Right. And now you have that. And you could have been friends for years. And now one day, this person just looks different. 
That's when it gets messy. It gets messy. Like, I've, I've been in situations like that where I'm like, yo. Like, he looks good now. Like, he looks different. Like, he, a whole brand new light was shown on him. And I've had to make decisions. Do I cross, the, cross that line or do I just remain friends and let it be? And I've, I've always chosen just to remain friends. So that's where you came up with the, the whole celibacy thing? Mm-hmm. You got a whole doubt? And I just want to say, I ain't doing too good with this whole celibacy thing. I just want to let you know. Did you fail already? Did I fail? No. Oh, Was okay. I tempted to fail? Yes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm, I'm holding up my end of the bargain. All right? And I don't appreciate it. So, you know. That's why I drink a lot now. Oh. Mm-hmm. You got to find yourself another hobby. I'm going I think go. I think the witch... Oh, can I go? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think the I think the snow messed this up because we were supposed to go to the gym. But my schedule sucks. Mm-hmm. Because I think I by the time I get off work, you probably been off work. Nah, not necessarily. Yeah, cuz I'm me honestly, I'm better to work out in the morning, but I I I'm tired cuz I work too late. Yeah. But tell me more about your celibacy thing. Like let's get off of me and back to you. <sighs> this is not going good at all. It seems like now that I like I put it out there that I am celibate. Mm-hmm. It's just like every opportunity to have sex, I have to turn it down. And it's like I'm, I'm within Wait, every fiber of I'm my sorry. being. I'm sorry. You said every opportunity to have sex. Like yeah. people are approaching you saying they want to give you their lady parts. Yeah. Really? Women yeah. do that? Yeah. Women do that. Like how did, with, how did they uh, do that? Especially if you had a previous experience with prom because you know. It's an experience, but anyway. Um, you see how I'm looking at you? Yeah. I don't get my pineapple. Yeah, you, you just gave me that nigga, please. I did not give you that look. Because right. I would never call you a nigga. Go ahead. Yeah, anyway, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this this ain't going this ain't going too good. And I've been approached, and normally I wouldn't turn it down. Mm-hmm. Even my friends don't believe that I'm celibate. They're like, please, I know you. I'm but like, you're committed. I, I'm committed, and it's hard, but I keep a bottle of Maker's Mark and I don't take want, a shot. I don't want to make you a drunk. No, you're not going to make me a drunk, but sometimes you just need that, that shot. Just be like, all right, take a shot, loosen some, up a little bit. Do some push-ups. Do some, yeah, you do some push-ups. <laughs> Try to work on some sit-ups, get some right. ads, you know what I'm saying? So, it, 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 it's, it's hard, but there's other ways to to get that frustration out. Okay, so, for anybody else out there, like, who is, who decides to join us in our celibacy, what advice would you give them? Um, And don't say, don't do it. I mean, that's obvious, but honestly, the only advice I can give you is to own it, know that it's there, but you gotta stay strong willed. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like not smoking a cigarette. If you're trying to quit a cigarette mm-hmm. and you know you're trying to quit a cigarette, just don't pull the cigarette out of the pack. Right. But <laughs> what, what about the patch? Is the patch like oral? <laughs> yeah, the, the patch would be oral. And you can't even use that because it's giving you nicotine. Yes. So, yeah. You can't, you can't cold turkey. Yeah, like, you gotta oral go. Sex. We gotta go completely cold turkey. And the funny thing is, I was about to compromise and say, you know what? Let me just, you know. And then the person 
heard the podcast mm-hmm. and said, oh, I'm going to tell the brown girl on you. I'm like, why? And she's like, uh, oral is sex. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Are you really going to snitch on me? Yeah. And I walked away. So, yes. Good for her. No, Thank you, listener. Her, Chase, you're supposed to be on my side. I don't think he's agreeing with me here. I don't, I don't, I don't appreciate it. I, don't, I, I just don't like this, but I'm, I'm working on but it. But have you, have you went on a date celibate yet? Yes, and I explained to her like, look, it's gonna take about six months mm-hmm. to me to like open up to you that way. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "What made you do that?" I was like, "Look." You don't want to know. It's a long story. Not blah, really. Blah, blah. It's a very short story. It, it's a long story to me. Because <laughs> I'm going to explain it in certain ways where I'm trying to create loopholes mm-hmm. so I can get some. Right. But anyway. But uh, she she accepted it. Mm-hmm. She said, oh, well, that's that's a cool thing. And I'm going to help you out. And I don't like the fact that she wanted to help. And say, you know what? I'm not going to let you do anything to me. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's hard. And it's especially even worse that I put it out there mm-hmm. and I had everybody listen to it and they don't like certain people don't believe me. I got a lot of friends that don't believe me. Really? Yeah, they don't believe me. Because you know, I also reposted it in case people missed the podcast. I know. I made sure I put a video out there. I know. And I shared it on your page. Did I share it on your page? Yes, you did. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Yes, yeah, so because and everybody, and everybody my is. blocking skills are very good. Yes, you're. That's why, like, I call you Mega Friend Zone because. That's that's like your superhero name, Mega Friend Zone, because you like you're like your superpower is cock blocking. Okay. So yeah. Can so, I get a, like a costume with that? Mm-hmm. With a big no. CB on. Oh, okay, the chest. I didn't know what you was gonna. But <laughs> 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 well, yeah. Uh, so this whole celibacy thing is killing me, and is and every fiber in my being is being tested. I swear, I'm telling you, it's like, it, it really is sex withdrawal. Yeah, the first month is hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I told you, the first month, I mean, I'm breezing through it. Well, that's easy for you. Yeah. But when you're getting, like, stuff thrown at you, I, it's um, different. I Like, my past, my past comes back um, because I would like to say that, you know, my performance behind closed doors is, you know, it's not, you know. Nothing to sneeze at. <laughs> Not at all. Like, definitely get repeat offenders. But, um, yeah, so my, my past has definitely come back. Like, yo, like, Brown Girl, you, you celibate now? And I was like, my dude, I've been celibate. Like, so there's nothing new to me. So, like, yeah. you're on month one. Like, I think I've been doing this for, like, since October. End of October. Because I told you that story. Yeah. 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 <laughs> This this whole celibacy thing, I I never thought I could do it, and I'm doing it. So, uh, but I think it's gonna be good for you. I think it's really gonna be really really good for you. Maybe it is. Like I'm, right now, right now, you still look at me with daggers in your eyes. Like how? Like I should have edited it out. Yeah, you should have took that whole section out, Miss Producer. Should have took that whole section out. Through to the trash. Yeah, but I I found this to be way more entertaining. It's alright. And I think, but like I, I think, when she meet a lady and sex is off the table, and she respects the fact that sex is off the table, like all forms of sex off the table, you'll really take the time and get to know her. You're not looking at me like you're a freak. Can you look at me differently? Can you change your face? I'm I'm just see. 
And that's another thing. I play video games a lot now because I go killing people on Call of Duty to get rid of some frustration. So I'm just saying, it's ways to get rid of the. Well, in the, the spring th- you can go for a run. Yeah, and get go, you know. Ride. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of ways to get rid of that temptation. Celibacy so. rocks. Yay, celibacy. Uh, no? Too excited about it? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> should I not stretch my arms out like yeah, this? you shouldn't like, do spirit fingers or nothing. No? Mm-hmm. No celibacy uh, chair? No. All right, no. okay. Don't be mad at me because you ain't getting a... You had to go there. No, no. Oh, wait. Okay. Okay. So let me tell y'all. Let me. Let me. Let me turn the mic a little bit more in my direction. So, and this, it's only been what two weeks? Maybe? Two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. This man has been mean to me. Cause all right, I call Prime every day on my drive home. I get off from work. I pick up the phone. I call him. We chit chat. I have what a forty minute drive. Mm-hmm. I used to get, hey, what's up? It used to be like excitement when I called. Now I'm like, you good? I'm like, what? Like, hello? <laughs> like, he is like, it's like he has no energy. He is very short. And I was like, you want to do some show prep? Whatever you decide is fine with me. What? On a 50-50 show, whatever I decide is fine with you? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I'm just, it's not the same problem, like, the prom before the celibacy was this happy-go-lucky, energetic dude. I would get out and do a backflip. No, I'm lying because I'm too fat for that. But still. He has once. And wait, what is what is the thing that I, um, what did I say? That, um, you completely shut me down. <laughs> I can't remember, but I reserved the right to come back to it. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, yeah, because we recorded my house. And everything. He was like, can we record over the phone instead? I'm like, really? Like, over the phone? And he's like, well, it's a snowstorm. And I was like, okay, I got it. Let's, you know, we'll do it over the phone. It's a snowstorm. We got, like, 25 feet of snow. Why not? He never called me back. <laughs> he never. He was like, I got to look for my laptop charger. That was the last I heard from Prime. Did not hear from him for, what, what almost two days? Yeah, yeah. Like, he just disappeared. Like, I don't know what happened. I Honestly, honestly, I thought he had the opportunity to get some. He went and got it and just didn't know how to tell me that he got it. <laughs> That's what I thought. I thought he reneged on celibacy and was trying to think of the best way to tell me that he's not going to deal with this challenge anymore, but we're going to lie to y'all. Because you know I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm like, mm-mm. Prime lasted two weeks. Barely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What up? All right. Listen. I wasn't being mean. What happened was I had to go shovel out because I had to get to work. Mm-hmm. So. Tell me anything. I mean, look. I say I don't like my job, but I still go. Mm-hmm. I never called out yet. Really? Yeah, I've never called out yet. Like, never? Huh. How long have you been working there? Uh, almost two years now. And, and you've I, never mm-mm. called out? Mm-mm. So, I'm committed. You see that? I'm committed to work. Committed to celibacy. And I'm committed to anything I set my mind to. So, that whole me missing the show thing last week, it was kind of my fault. Yeah. I was worried. I was. But it was just because 
of the work I had to do to get out of my driveway. Right. So, yeah, I was in pain. I felt like I was, you know, hit by a train a little bit. So, yeah. I thought that that helped celibacy. What, Kept my ass in the house. <laughs> damn right. You're damn right. Anyway. So, we do have one last question. Um, I had to pull out my phone to get it. Is what do you think is a recipe for a healthy, long-lasting relationship? Hmm. Trust. Mm-hmm. Complete honesty. That means honest for everything. You never hold nothing back. Um, what else? You gotta have fun. Um, I'm just speaking for me because mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know what everybody else goes through in a relationship. But uh, I don't even know why I'm talking about sex because I can't have it. But yeah, sex frequently. I mean, you think sex makes for a long-lasting relationship? Yes. Really? Because would would you stay with somebody that had bad sex, or y'all rarely had sex? I'm I'm talking about you, 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 brown girl. No. All right then. (laughs) And I think it's only because I've already experienced sex. I think if I never experienced it, I wouldn't have anything to compare it to. So I wouldn't be able to label bad sex. Like, what makes bad sex? And this is, this is, I, I stole this question completely. I was watching um, Reverend and Tyree's show mm-hmm. um, the other day, and that was one of the questions. Like, what makes bad sex? I think the chemistry. If the chemistry isn't there, mm-hmm. then it probably won't. It, it'll happen, but it won't be enjoyable. Okay. I mean, because sex is supposed to be enjoyable. I don't care what, you know, religion says, mm-hmm. but sex is enjoyable. Right. So, if you're not enjoying it, you go find something else. Okay. Or, you know, you get out of that situation and you go find something else. But So, bad sex in a relationship would kill the relationship? Tremendously. Wow. I couldn't stay in a relationship with bad sex. Would you teach them? How can you teach somebody that? Like, you can teach them how to please you. Like, you have to take the time to, to teach them. Like, if... Like, what would you consider, like, one thing a person would do that would be bad, that would not please you sexually? Um, if she don't know how to arch her back break, that's one of, that's one of the, the milder things, the more mild things. Mm-hmm. And when you say arch her back right. Yeah, like, if she, if she is an amateur and she's all humpback and stuff like that, like, <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Can't, you can't really dig into it. Like the fact that you entertained my question tickles me. Listen, I look. I'm honest. Yes. <clears throat> Here comes the other prom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, so but would you teach her how to arch her back? Like if if she's humping her back over, you know, would you just like guide your hand to kind of? Yeah, it's yeah. You I don't know why I'm pushing you. Um, but. Yeah, you gotta kind of guide her, but if she don't get it after a certain certain point, it's just like she's never gonna learn. But wait, do you say something? Like, yeah. do you tell them that the sex is for right? me? You only get one chance. Really? Yeah, you only get one chance. If I'm telling you something that that's like not pleasing to me, mm-hmm. or if I'm not pleasing you, like tell me once. If I'm not doing it, go find something else. Because like, if I'm not comfortable with doing it and you like it. You need to go find somebody else. And I'm giving you the opportunity to go do that because I ain't with all that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But so if you, I, how if, would you communicate that the sex is trash to you? How would you communicate that to a woman? Damn, you went harsh, trash. 
<laughs> well, that's a bad sex would be. It would have to be, it, 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 have to be trash it, in order for you to identify um, and label it that way. Maybe you just be like, oh, hey, baby, next time could you do this? Or could you do it like that? Could you put your arm and your leg up like this? But other than that, you really can't do nothing. Because, like, 50% of sex is chemistry. Right. So if, if the chemistry isn't there, like, you can tell what I like mm-hmm. and I can tell what you like. If that's not there... But the chemistry should have been there before you guys started having sex. That's true. It should have. Mm-hmm. But people have sex without feelings all the time. My lady parts don't work without feelings. That's yours. But all I know is uh, if I'm ready right. and you're there, and, you're and, if you, and if you say you ain't ready, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll find a way to make it ready. They do make products for that. Oh, and if we don't have that certain product, mm-hmm. I'll spit on it. I don't give a damn. Oh. <laughs> Listen, I don't care. <laughs> so, I think I think I just saw you in a whole nother light. But this is not new. This is the other prom. Right, right, had. right. But anyway, I'm, I'm getting accustomed to the other prom. Yeah, you got to get used to him because he say anything he wants. Right, and you know, and I'll ask every question <laughs> because okay, so you would tell her. Yeah, so, you, but you only get one time though. Really? Yeah, like if you can't, you if get you, at least three times at the gig. I know, but this is not a job. It is. It is not a job. It's supposed to be pleasurable. Right. We're supposed to be having fun. We're it supposed is supposed to be, to be pleasurable and and fun, but it's also you know something that you're committed to. So it's, it's it's part of it's part of your role. It's part of your yes. role in this relationship yeah. and everything. So if if, like, okay, put it to you this way. I've had bad sex before. Mm-hmm. I probably, unfortunately, have the same tolerance that you did for it. Because there are certain things that I require that if you can't give it to me or that's not something you're into, I am not going to waste my time asking for it. Yeah. What, what? Like, I, I, I need oral. Like, if you are not going to bless my lady parts with any type of oral pleasure... You hear that, Prince Betancourt? Yes, I called you out. Go ahead. (laughs) I don't know who this is. I don't know why he called him out on my lady parts. That's my homie. I called him him out. I called him out. He doesn't do oral? Nah. We're not going to talk about him yet. We're not going to talk about him yet. I shouldn't even use his real name. But it's alright. I used it anyway because I'm bold and I don't care. Yeah. Don't sue us. Sue him. He can't sue me. Oh, right, that's your boy. Then. I ain't got shit. I have some paperwork for you to sign now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so yeah, so that's one of my requirements. That's something that I enjoy. And I don't, you know, and if you're not somebody who wants to do that or if you think that's beneath you to do that, like, I'm not a 14-year-old virgin. You're not just going to finger me and think, boom, done, let's, let's get this, you know, <laughs> no, no, no. You are going to take the entire and, and foreplay. If you don't give me foreplay to warm things up, like the kissing and everything, I need all that just to kind of get me together. If you're not going to give me that, um. But now you now you understand where I'm coming from. Right, but if it was his performance, like let's say he he what he does the oral, but he's not good at it. 
I would, I would teach him. But how can you to please me? I, I need help understanding that. But how can you teach him that? Because I know, I know what I like, and I know how I, I prefer the oral to be done on me. So I would, I would teach him. I would tell him. I was like, yo, and I would make a game out of it because I, I, I don't, because I, I find it hard for me to tell a grown man like, look, babe, you're not pleasing me sexually. But I think if we worked on a couple of things, this would be awesome. Like, I'm not going to put you on a performance plan. Like, I'm not at work. <laughs> so, uh, but what I would do is if I know that he has potential, but he's just missing the mark, I'm going to make a, a, a very interesting, entertaining, and pleasurable game out of it. Okay. And to show him what I like. And then when he does good, I'll make sure that I perform a little bit more so he knows that's the spot. Like, if you listen and pay attention to your partner when you're having sex with them, you'll know what they like and you know what they don't like. Mm -hmm. If he want me to arch my back to the point where my whole entire face is buried in the bed, and look, just all you got to do is just guide me that way. Okay. Guide me that way. But see, you, you sound like you... You're very. Nah, how can I put this? Bluntly, that's how you put everything else. True. So you you are. <laughs> no, I can't say that. Because it's me, right? <laughs> yeah, I can't say it because it's you. But you adapt very mm-hmm. well. That's what you. You seem like you adapt very well. I'm a creator, so I have to take constructive criticism well. That's true. Now, I've been in a situation where. The person just didn't work out the way I needed it to, mm-hmm. to to help me. Like, and she asked me just one day, like, how was it? And I was like, look. Don't ask if you don't want to know. Trust me, because you know the other prime came out. I was like, look, this shit trash. Mm. And she was like, what do you mean? Hold on, my heart stopped for a second. Yeah, listen. Did you use the that exact sentence? Um, No, I spoke in a... English accent and uh I'm sorry but this is rubbish yeah I had to try to put it eloquently you try to make a joke out of it yeah and she probably gave you everything that she could give you probably mm. I mean Mm. I couldn't I couldn't tell her no other way like she didn't listen she didn't want to learn she didn't want to adapt so I had to had to tell her and move on hopefully she finds somebody else and she pleased them, and she ended up in a good relationship. Oh. But it just wasn't going to be with me. Okay. Uh, I, I'm a difficult person to please, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. But, you know, I just, I had to tell her. But it, it's difficult. That's a difficult conversation. You're right on that. Yeah. That is a difficult conversation because I, I never had any complaints. But I'm pretty sure if somebody was to complain to me, I'm like, the hell are you talking about? He must be bad anyway. <laughs> yeah, I But I mean, yeah, I I can see that, and, and that's where like making sure that you have great lines of communication to begin with, and that you can talk about anything before you decide to jump in bed. That's important. Um, I think one of the other things that makes a, a great long lasting relationship would be communication. I think that's number one, and then respect. Mm-hmm. Respect, like if uh, I I've dated guys that I didn't respect. And it makes it very hard to play my role as a woman. Hmm. Because if I don't respect you, I don't trust you. If I don't trust you, 
I'm not going to allow you to make decisions for us. Mm-hmm. And now I just took my removed myself out of a woman's role. And now I just went ahead and took the man's role. And I'm, I'm wearing the pants. I'm making the decisions. I'm doing everything. And now you don't feel like a man. Because mm-hmm. I don't respect you. I don't trust you. And I'm not going to allow you to make decisions. Because guess what? You make bad decisions with your life. Yeah, Except for when you chose me. Now he'll have to wear the dress like Jade Smith. Bam. Mm, full circle. Full circle. <laughs> I'm good at that. I'm yeah, good, you I'm good you, at that. you do bring it back home. <laughs> so yeah, so it's it, I think respect is is definitely key. Um, it's super key when you are alpha female. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, that's another thing too. That that'll probably take up a whole episode because the alpha female, how does she handle the alpha male that comes along? Oh, she loves it. The one that bumps heads. No. A true alpha female needs an alpha male. Because she needs somebody that is stronger than her, that is a true alpha male to, I don't want to say put her in her place, but to make her feel comfortable about stepping down and sitting in a different role. Mm. And everything. We don't want to be alphas in our homes. Like, I'm an alpha female, but I'm an alpha female at work. You know, at work, I'm, I'm different. Um, out in the world, I'm different. But when I step into my home and I'm with my dude, I'm not an alpha female. Like, I cook his food. I make his plates. Like, I, I fall back into a traditional role. But I can only fall back in that role if I respect you enough to lead me. Mm-hmm. And I know right now, like, when I just said respect you enough to lead me, I know 10 women that just, like, lead me. I don't need no man to lead me nowhere. <laughs> but you do, Bobo. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you. You do. That is the man's role in in the relationship. You can't have two, you can't have two bosses. He is the head <laughs> of the household, period. Don't think it works. Don't believe me. Okay. I don't know how your family situation set up. And I'm talking, I'm talking to y'all. I'm talking to y'all that rolled your eyes at me. The ones that just thought that I set women back like 900 years. <laughs> I'm talking to you. And when I look at how my family has been set up and I look at the marriages, the successful marriages in my family and that I share DNA with, I see couples that are married for 60 years, 70 years. 40 years, my parents 30 years before my dad passed. And do you know what the common denominator was in all those happy, long lasting relationships? The women allowed the men to leave. Lead us to victory. And and allowing a man to lead is not you saying that you cannot make your decisions. not saying that you're not smart enough to run your own house. It is saying that I love you so much and I trust you so much that I'm going to allow you to take care of me and our family. And that is, that's a burden. You can't give that to every man. Not every man is deserving of that. So you have to, like, really, like, you. this has to be a man that you trust with your everything. And he has to be mature enough and responsible enough to lead you and in, in, in your family in a good direction. So you have to pick your partner carefully. You can't just let anybody lead you. They might lead you to hell. But... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. I've seen it. 
if you give the man the opportunity to lead and he's leading you in a successful way, that man has all the conf- confidence in the world. Yeah. Like, you can see him yeah. becoming a man. Like, because it, it takes a lot to get that man out of a guy. Right. But when you get that guy, like, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So. And then it's yeah. unstoppable because even though he's leading you, he still sees you as a partner in this relationship. So he's not just going to make decisions on the fly and not consult you. He's going to be like, okay, this is the plan that I have for us, babe. What do you think? Mm. And it's not your, like, if you don't agree with his plan, it's not your role. It's not your responsibility to be like, yo, that plan effing sucks, yo. Like, yo, are you stupid? No. If you don't agree with that plan, but that plan is going to bring no harm. If that plan is not going to cost your family money, if it's not going to cause you to be homeless, if it's not going to cause heartbreak and despair in your relationship, let him fail. And then when he fails, what he's going to do is still come back and like, how do you think we can do this better? And that is when you soft talk that solution to him. Pick your battles. I watched my mom do it all the time. There were some things that my dad made decisions on that were bad decisions. But it didn't cost us money. It didn't cost us the roof over our heads. Food on the table didn't cost nothing but a little bit of pride. And guess what? He still felt like a man after he failed and still came back in this world like he could conquer the world. Because when when both partners in a relationship are on the same accord... When both partners are about the whole success of the love, the relationship, the household, the finances, those two are unstoppable. And you want to see a more unstoppable thing? Let it be black love involved. Let me tell y'all. Strong. There's nothing. That's why they want to divide us. That's why they want to pin us against each other. Because once we're united and we start working and supporting each other, ain't no way that you can stop us. (laughs) Period. And like, as a woman... Like, you want to build that man up in your house. So when he's home, you build him up. You, you remind him how great he is in that house. So when he walks out in the street, can't nobody tell him that he less than what you already told him he was. Hmm. That's that, it. That's a, good, that's a good way to end it. Yeah. That's a good way to end it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. One last thing before we go. We all know that the brown girl is an exceptional poet. Aww. And I want her to share a poem with you, just to just to show her, just to show the audience her skills. Okay, I can see that. So I don't know which one you're gonna do. So I'm gonna give you the floor. Okay. And introduce you as this is the Brown Girl Experience. So I'm going to do a poem to kind of stay in line with our topics um, that we finished out with. Okay. So I'm going to do a poem called um, Friendship Line. Ah, there you go. Friendship Line by the Brown Girl. You know I see you staring at me from across the room. And I know you want to smile at me, but at this point, you know she won't approve. So, you know. But that doesn't stop your curiosity because you're not sure what it is, but somehow your soul is still drawn to me. And that, that scares you because I am just your friend and you don't want to cross that line. 
I think it worries you that you smile more with me than you do without me. Or maybe it's because you never grow tired of our late night conversations that last to the first light of the morning. Could it be the guilt that you feel? Because after we hang up, you can't help but look forward to the next one just to see what else you and I have in common. Man, you nicknamed me a session and told me it's because I am better than ecstasy. Is that why you made me a drug of choice? Because when you're around me, your whole world just feels right like you on some kind of natural high. I have a question for you. Is that feeling better than one that you felt last night with her? Ain't you the one that said it's amazing to meet somebody who can make more than your dick rise? And in that very next breath, you told me that I make the artist and you come alive. And yet you still find it hard to cross that line. So how do you explain to yourself all those midnight fantasies that turn into realistic wet dreams we imagine would be like to make love to me? With the lick and the suck and the bite and the touch and the quiet moans and the sensual screams and two hearts that beat faster and faster, two bodies that move to a rhythm song that only you and I know. And it all leads up to the most magnificent orgasmic experience. And then we collapse. We look into each other's eyes. You open up your mouth and say, I... And it's over. You just realize that everything you felt was no more than a dream and that body laying next to you? Well, that ain't me. And I know you had never asked me what I think, but if you did, I would tell you that I think you're afraid of me because I make you second guess what you thought to be true love. Or maybe it's because that since you met me, you look at her and see second best. And I know confusion plays your mind, your heart and soul, and your emotions. Your emotions is that one thing you just can't control. Is this infatuation? Can this be love? Hell, it could be a case of some greedy ass lusts. But if you stop thinking for just a moment and listen, very closely, you can hear my heart's secret confession where I know that you are not the perfect man, but to me, you represent perfection. You are the yin to my yang, the stars of my night. You, my friend, are the reason that I smile in my sleep. And I would love to do nothing more but to tell you that I, too, refuse to cross friendship's line. Thank you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.